0: That is up everyone. I am back. Cub Cooker here with the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Cub Cooker here with the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My real name is Jacob, and my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Hope everybody's having a beautiful day today. We're going to talk about forbidden space magic today. In context to the Book of Enoch. Now, uh, as we've been going through the Book of Enoch, if you followed me from the beginning, the very, very, very beginning of Enoch, um, I had kind of one angle that I took with Enoch, which was, you know, the traditional biblical narrative that we have uh, concerning Enoch, you know, from a certain direction, uh, that obviously these fallen angels were bad, However, as we've gotten into like my Yaldabaoth series and um, a lot more of that type of uh, look at what maybe was really going on and and even what the mythologies are on uh, obviously there's multiple gods within the the biblical narrative as well as other narratives um, and that's you know that's not even really up for debate it's just there I mean we know that they had other other pantheons within that. And so the big question is, is like, what's the God of the Old Testament, which, uh, God is Enoch talking to, is he speaking with, uh, this source that Jesus spoke of, or is he speaking, uh, with an extraterrestrial God, uh, who by all intents and purposes probably, you know, Uh, commands a certain level of worship and reverence and I mean uh, from all the reports I've heard people even with the uh, uh, small aircrafts you know have a consciousness effect have a kind of downloads you know they can even feel like uh, the warmth and the energy and the love and abundance from these things or they can feel absolute fear anxiety, um, just absolute torment from them, depending on what the experience was with the certain person who was taken. Uh, We're talking about extraterrestrial abductions here. Um, And that's really, I think, what we're looking at in Enoch. And so uh, I've got this beautiful image here of a, a Nordic wizard, and that's part of what I wanted to talk about today is just this forbidden magic. It is literally all over the globe. Um, it is the thing that helped people in dark times. It is the thing that, um, helped people realize who they were. It is the thing that helped, uh, the tribe of the Essenes lay hands on people and heal them. It's the thing that, uh, moved, I believe through Jesus Christ himself. Um, as we, you know, kind of continue through this series, I want to open it up and really look at it in kind of a global ideology of what does magic look like on a global scale. What uh we have things like uh the Celtic magics, we have uh things like the Druids, we have uh the Essenes, we have the Egyptian mystery schools. Um and I think in the wake of I've been seeing magic everywhere, absolutely everywhere lately. Um and I thought it was a really good time to talk about it and just double down on it because it's it's really the thing that I'm interested in on this channel. Um, It's really what I teach, Uh, not sorcery. Sorcery is where you have to take another life and you transmute that life and that energy into something that you want in the physical realm uh, or to call forth certain spirits. Uh, True esoteric magic as people like Christ himself taught it and even the yogis practice is realizing that the kingdom of God is within you. Um, and then bringing forth that which is already within you, uh you don't need to you know go to Moloch or anything like that and call forth dark energies. You just simply are because you are um and you can totally just bring that forth in a really authentic way um The very very base base level of that is manifesting. you hear about manifesting all over the place. What's up, Missy? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Uh, Jose, thank you for being here. Uh, Let's see, Brother Knox, thanks for joining, man. Um, Yeah, I'm back. I've had some time off, and then we've got a beautiful snow day here in Amarillo, Texas today, so I thought I would do some live streams. Um, Missy says, hi, Cub. I hope you are well. I am doing well. Truth that Travels, how are you? I hope you're having a beautiful day, my friend. Um, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting week for sure. Um, lots of new things on the boilerplate, lots of things going on. Uh, we've got the release of our brand new e-learning platform. It is a light warrior training platform, and I cannot stress enough how revolutionary this is. Uh, it's brand new. I'm super excited to bring it to you guys that want to go deeper down the rabbit hole with me. I'll talk more about that later. It should be available later this week. I had intended to have it out last week, but it's just taken a lot of work to do it right. I do everything I do for this community with a lot of heart. I don't rush things and just throw it out there and hope to make a quick buck. I really try to double down um, you know, and do things correctly. So and by the way, we're having uh, like technical issues out the wazoo today um from TikTok trying to watermark these videos so if i upload them anywhere that they know they know um to well facebook's been going well thank god um they've got their stuff together Um, but discord this morning is down so i'm using a piece of artwork i made 24 hours ago i normally make them custom for the video but it actually worked out just to really kind of bring this whole thing and, and relaunch this whole series as we move into it um which really by all intents and purposes is about global magic and and how magic included uh good people who wanted to love each other and bring blessings and bring forth what is within them the light within them rather than uh what the sorceries that were going on the things like blood magic and um sacrifices and stuff and you see that all through even the old testament um and i'm not going to get into that debate today you guys know my stance on that but you also know that i love you no matter whether you're whatever tradition you are whatever faith you are i'm not trying to change that i just want to get you to think about you know why do we have to sacrifice to a god if we are good and he loves us from what jesus himself said why do we have to sacrifice and so It's come to my attention and my conclusion that God in the Old Testament is absolutely not who Jesus' father, the father that he spoke of. Um, And as I learn more about Hinduism and Buddhism, the source in Buddhism and the Brahman in Hinduism um, is pretty much identical to what Jesus spoke of as Theos, uh, his father, um, which is the name God even that we have is different Um, it's not really what they would have used. Like just that idea of like God, like G-O-D, uh, it, it is honestly an acronym for great old dragon and Yahweh is described as a dragon. Uh, I've said many times that I see his, his ship as being a dragon shaped type ship that, uh, breathes fire. You know, this is what they would have described. You know, we have to understand that they didn't know what it was we might see it today and go oh that's out of a sci-fi movie. Why do you think they're not around today? We don't like see them landing on the you know on the lawn somewhere. Um but it definitely definitely has it's super abundantly clear to me at this point that Jesus had nothing to do with God of the Old Testament. In fact, everything he said was coming directly in spiritual war against that God. Even the punishment that he took was the floggings, uh, and the crucifixion, which was under the mosaic law for anyone who was caught being, uh, essentially a, um, a magician, a magi, uh, an initiate of a mystery school. Um, and you guys can go look all of this up. Like, um, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm at the point now where if you get what I'm talking about, that's awesome. If you don't, um, you can, you can argue with me. Um, and that's fine. And I will have people continue to argue with me, but, uh, it's pretty clear to me at this point. And, uh, it's, it's the work that I'm supposed to be doing on this earth. Uh, and that is light work. That is being a light warrior, understanding that the war is spiritual and everybody's, you know, everybody's looking at this revelation prophecy and they're waiting for all the bad things to happen. And I just say, It's already happened, but it's happening spiritually. Like, I already say that I was raptured up to Christ in 2020. I say that um, I've already been in the spiritual battle. The last couple of years has been the most mentally, physically, and spiritually exhausting time in my life, just learning and growing and, like, just doing battle with myself and entities and just really trying to figure out the truth about all of this. That's a hard place to be. Um, and so when people come in and try to disprove me, um, that's okay. Cause you're on your own walk. And if you want to buy into doctrine and dogma, that's your walk. I don't, I, I reject it. I don't believe it. I, I have to look at the other side of the coin and question, you know, even in Enoch, we see that these angels are being judged. I replace the word angels with extraterrestrial race. That's where I come Uh, I come in that door, um, and I believe that they are more of a galactic tribe, if you will, of light working beings that are here to remind humanity, Hey, you are under this bondage, uh, and you're indentured servants of this planetary system of control that has been created, which is in revelation called the beast system. Everybody's waiting for it. And I am telling you it is here. You're marked on your hand or your forehead. What does that mean? There are only two ways you serve into the beast system. By the way, the beast system is the Yahweh system, I believe. Um, the Yahweh system is uh, something that masquerades under a political, a religious, and an economic uh, vice that is a mechanism of control for the entire world, no matter where you are, and... Um, whether you say they worship Satan or they worship God, you're not wrong either way. Because by all intents and purposes, the way I am actually understanding it at this point is that God in the Old Testament is Satan. What is the best What is the best deception if you're Satan? Make yourself God. If people worship you, great. If they don't believe in you, great. You still win. Think about it. Think about it. God is an energy. Yeah, absolutely, Freddie. That's exactly what I'm talking about here. Like God as an energy, uh, that's that Brahman, that is that that energy, that theos um, that is so important, so important to our understanding. I'm going to adjust the lighting here. And maybe, just maybe, the background won't keep disappearing. Um, And maybe I'll, there we go. Maybe that'll help if I get closer. Cause it's driving me nuts. I don't know if they're trying to watermark me or what, but um, let's see. Um, Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, 3EM says King James version of the Bible was written in 1611 AD. There could be many mistakes. Oh man. Yeah. Like uh, I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday and there is a huge mistake already um, because there is, it's in um, it's in Exodus and it's talking about under the law of Moses um about you know anyone that um is caught unrighteous is is what like the version we have says i'm going to paraphrase here um but then the actual version like if you go to the Septuagint version the greek version um it actually says the initiate should be flogged and what's an initiate well we don't even know what that is an initiate back then was into a mystery school it was an initiate of the higher self it was an initiate of magic within you god within you you're going to start learning things like math science manifesting metaphysics yoga uh meditation all of those things that are literally magic if you've ever practiced them they're literally magic um can a star seed have multiple and combined genes like uh Cassipian? Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh Kai, you know, I don't get into I well, I I am going to get into it. I don't know all the breakdowns of the different extraterrestrial races cuz I don't even know the breakdowns of the different uh genomes on our planet, but um and and I really am an all people inclusive here. I think you can have uh incarnations from any of those within any of the different, you know, ethnic backgrounds on this planet like um i don't see any issue with that because i don't think that that like divine spark or incarnation from these different extraterrestrial races is necessarily like it's not for like uh, only certain types of people is what i'm saying so like that's why i'm all inclusive i believe the light-working extraterrestrials are all inclusive too like they don't care you know what color your skin is where you go to school church what country you grew up in who you're married to whether you're you know lgbtq like i i don't think that there's any like pre-qualifier for that in my in my humble opinion because i think even jesus is really clear that like many are called and few will choose it like um we're all called and if we if we answer the call we get the upgrade like that's why i can go out in the sunlight and get upgraded and somebody goes out into the sunlight and they just like, Oh, I don't like it. You know, I don't like the sun. I'd rather be inside. Like that's, that's why it's just, it's totally, um, so, um, yeah, absolutely. Like different blood types and stuff like, you know, there's, there's like the blood type diet and all of that stuff. But, um, and I think that, you know, of course, of course you're going to have certain dispositions towards different things. But then you also have dispositions towards different things depending on what zodiac sign you're born into. Um, Depending on the karmic imprint of the area you're born. Like I'm born in West Texas. If you're born in New York City, you're going to have a whole lot more karma floating around you. Um, it's, It's the weirdest, most variable algorithmic reality that we live in. And once you start to, like, even slightly understand it, you realize, yeah, magic is real. This is insane. This is so weird. It's not just all random. Um, I'm given this opportunity, like, it's like rolling the dice. Now you're born into a bloodline. You're born into a family. You're born into a certain location with karmic imprints. You're born under a zodiac sign. You have that zodiac sign. Um, Then you also have, like, the calling. Do you actually answer the call? Like... Uh, it's pretty wild, pretty wild. So, um, uh, uh um, asked RH blood thoughts on, um, you know, honestly, I don't even know what blood type I am. Just going to be honest with you guys. Um, I don't get into that because to me that is more physical. Like we're worried too much about the 3d. Um, if you know, you're special, you know, you're special. If you know, you're a light worker, you know, you're a light worker. Like, I don't need any kind of proof like that within me to tell me that I have like Nephilim DNA or something like that. I, again, I just don't worry about it because to me that borderlines on like it borderlines on judging anyone that doesn't have that. And I don't like that. That's, that's a big mission behind my channel is like, I do speak out against certain things like God in the old Testament. But if you follow that tradition, I love you. Like you can be my best friend. I don't, we'll, we'll talk about it all day long and I support you and I'm not going to try to change your mind. You're just going to see the way I live and the way I go through things and what God does in my life. And that's all you're going to, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't try to turn anyone to this. If you're there, you're there. If you're here for the information, you're here for the information. If you're here for the energy, you're going to get the energy. If you're here to be entertained, you're going to get entertained. You will literally get out of my podcast, what you put into it. And by the way, you go down the rabbit hole, you join our Mythos community, which is our patron supporter community. It's how I can show up here every day. Uh, You're going to meet some incredible people in there, all different walks of life, all different looks, thoughts, experiences, races, religions, traditions, orientations. Literally, we're like the biggest motley crew of people. But we all love each other, like completely unconditionally love each other. No drama allowed. We are an incredible community. It's only nine bucks a month. We also get a live call every single Saturday. This Saturday, we talked about some incredible, incredible things going on in each of our lives. Really talked about how to alchemize things within our life. Um, and so it's just an incredible support community. You support me at nine bucks a month, but this, the community supports you you know, with all your stuff, and then we get the calls on the weekend, it's like, it's the coolest thing, I love that we launched it, I love that it's so successful, Truth of Travel says yes, beautiful community, yeah, we got a lot of Mythos members in here today, Um, we've got like a a live chat that goes on all the time in there, Uh, private Facebook group, private YouTube channel, all kinds of stuff, so that's really like where the magic is happening, Um, and we've got some beautiful things going on in there, so if you're interested in supporting me, And really just getting more of an inclusive uh, view of this community, Mythos Group is definitely your ticket. And it's over on my website at com. So go check that out. Uh, So I'm going to be um, reading from the Book of Enoch. We're in Chapter 3. This is the Judgment of the Angels. Got to get my fuel for the morning. Uh, It says, And in those days the word of God came unto me, and he said to me, Noah, thy lot has come up before me, a lot without blame, a lot of love and uprightness. Now the angels are working, and when they have completed their task, I will place my hand upon it and preserve it, and there shall come forth from it the seed of life. And a change shall set in so that the earth will not remain without inhabitant. Like, literally that line right there to me sounds like some sort of, you know, genetic tank of, like, preservation of humanity. Um, like, it's just the weirdest thing. I Like, I go to that sci-fi place, you know. And we see it in all the movies. We You know, they put it right in front of our face, by the way. Um, and then we get into verse 3. It says... And I will make fast thy seed before me forever and ever, and I will spread abroad those who dwell with thee. It shall not be fruitful on the face of the earth, but it shall be blessed, and it shall not be unfruitful on the face of the earth, but it shall be blessed and multiply on the earth in the name of the Lord. Now, remember here, we are not necessarily talking about like the Most High. And even in the Bible, when it says the Most High, you have to look at the actual translation to understand who it's talking about and the best way to understand what the most high is or who the most high is, is it is that which cannot be named. It is that which cannot be seen. It is that which is within us. It is that which is source, which is the universal consciousness, which is outside of the 3d realm yet already within us. It is that thing which the Hindu calls Brahman, the Gnostics call the monad, the Buddhists call source, um, the uh you know jesus called it uh theos uh and literally theos translated means the supreme being and that's exactly what that means uh in all of the other cultural representations i just shared so the supreme being so my biggest question as we read this are we talking about the supreme being Or are we talking about an E.T. that's supposed to be doing the will of the Supreme being, but somehow maybe has been given, you know, just like a kid in a sandbox gets his own sandbox to play in. Like, here's your corner of the universe, manage it. And then because time isn't even real, it feels like it's been millions of years for us here when really it's like all happening in real time, like on the celestial level, like we're such a young little piece of the universe. That's still correcting. People are still waking up. This is kind of a think tank for souls to come and be purified before they join the Brahman again. Uh, really, really interesting stuff here. Just, I'm just throwing that out there. Get you to think I'm not here to tell you what to think, but just think about it. Um, Let's see. Uh, is the great I am the source of self? Um, I don't know about the great I am because that that is so heavily used around Yahweh. Um, Jesus said the I am, but the I am is like a Buddhist and Hindu like mantric type saying. Um, and so that's really what I think Jesus was talking about. And then I think like God in the old Testament was, was saying I am, because he's like, I'm all there, there, there is, I'm all there is in this 3d realm. I'm the highest being in the 3d realm. No one is higher than me. No one can control me. Um, and then we hear Jesus later saying, you know, he was a liar and a murderer from the beginning, like, okay, Um, so again, and you're never going to hear this from a pulpit guys, like you, you just won't. And I mean that in all love, um, we have to forgive the church of well, America and the world right now for just dwelling in what I would consider ignorance. It's just turn a blind eye, look the other way. This data is there. They're taught against it. I've put the data out there over and over and over on my channel. Um, I've had pastors try to argue with me. I've had some of them go, yeah, you got a good point, you know? Um, so, but when you have a hundred thousand dollar degree, you have to protect, you're going to probably stick to your, stick to your source material of what you were programmed with. And isn't that the way of the world? I'm just saying. So, um, let's see. Uh, multiple supreme beings, uh, tapped by one, uh, with the title of the father, Alex Brown, that's a good point. And I wanted to talk about like the seven of nine. We hear about that in things like star Trek, uh, that was channeled. There's a lot of interesting things about like Gene Roddenberry who channeled, uh, or went to a channeling session with the Akashic records and learned things from these extraterrestrial beings and learned about like the, the nine, the council of nine and the core of seven. Um, and it's like this hierarchical celestial, um, governing force that runs, you know, either our corner of the universe or the whole universe. However, those entities I believe are, they are so close to the father, like channeling from the source, um, that they are almost one with the father or are one with the father. Um, and that's what Jesus claimed as well. I and the father are one, but I also think that he came to, to plug us directly into that energy source. So, um, that's, what's really interesting about this. Again, I don't have any answers, guys. I'm just throwing this stuff out there. The entire point of my channel is to get people to think I'm not here to tell you, I'm not here to tell you I'm right and you're wrong. And and I may change my mind tomorrow, but I'm just here to get you to think because it's your walk. It's your journey. It's your soul. And I'm not talking about heaven or hell soul here. I'm talking about you're on the transmigration of the soul. You are an incarnate here on this planet to learn something, to go through something, to be perfected before you either reincarnate or you move on to Brahman, to the source. You become one with the actual energetic purity expression of love and unity in the universe. So, that's kind of where I uh, where I drop off as far as like knowing anything here. Uh, but I just love, yeah, the seven spirits of God. Oh, yeah, great, Ross. Ross, perfect, perfect. Thank you guys for the gifts, by the way. Those help me get seen. They help push out the live stream to more people. Thank you, guys. Stars are greatly encouraged on Facebook. Stars and gifts over on TikTok. And if you're on YouTube later on, um and you want to throw some uh you know super chats out there or whatever those are awesome as well so thank you guys um there we go losing the background again got to get that watermark tiktok cuz heaven forbid i stream to anywhere else from your platform i get really frustrated with that but um so with that said again i'll move closer they want you close so they can see your face um I just have to ask, like, who is this guy? Who is this being, this entity that I don't believe is the supreme being? I mean, it certainly sounds like he is, but you see that Enoch is in front of him. Enoch is with him. Enoch is, like, seeing all this stuff and then being taken around by angels. Um, He sees the throne. Like, you know, again, my God doesn't need a throne. Like, I'm just saying, guys, like we have to ask. We have to ask. And and I'm here to I'm here to pose questions. Maybe mess you up a little bit. Maybe get your head going. Wait a minute. Like what uh does that is that actually what what do I actually think? What do I actually believe? Not what does Mr. Mr. Pulpit man say? Not what the world says. Not what some YouTube preacher says. I'm not a YouTube preacher by the way. This is not a religious channel. This is not a, a, a this is a spiritual channel, guys. Like literally I'm a light worker. I'm a mystic. That's what I'm here for. So Tyler June says Yaldabaoth apparently apocryphon of John, the chief ruler, the great deceiver. Absolutely, Tyler. And I did a whole series. I think I have like four or five videos on Yaldabaoth, um, and I need to keep updating them, and I will soon. But um, and I want to read through the apocryphon of John like live here. But um, Yaldabaoth is like this entity that um it's also the Demiurge in Gnosticism. And so it's kind of the thing that came from God, but mutated itself to become the only God rather than a part of the collective and a part of the source energy. Um, And so basically it decided, and there's a whole mythology on it about how like wisdom actually bore it. Um, But then if you look into the Sumerian, um, Actually, the Canaanite pantheon has El, Asherah, and then seventy sons. Yahweh is one of those seventy sons, or what y'all the Beoth type of character is, um, and that includes different gods and goddesses. Uh, even Baal that we know about is in there, uh, and you have to ask yourself, like, why did these gods want sacrifices? Why did they have to take beautiful life on our earth, transmute that into something for them? Why do they have to eat? Um, there's some of my favorite people on YouTube right now that have already released videos about, no, 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 the gods don't eat. This is all symbolic. Well, it wasn't symbolic for the animals that got unalived. Wasn't symbolic for the people that got unalived. Wasn't symbolic for the blood that was shed. Um, so I'm just telling you, you know, some entity was there that needed that in some form or fashion. And I say eat because it was either the energetic, it even says in the New Testament that the life of the body is in the blood. So like why, why is it these entities always wanted that? Why? Ask yourself why. Why does God, a loving, all-encompassing father of the universe, father, mother, child, trinity, source, why does it need your sacrifice spilled out in the 3D world? It doesn't. I don't, I don't believe it does at all. The only sacrifice it wants is the, the circumcision of the heart, the purity of self, the love for others, the continual meditation on it as source, as the thing that animates you and the highest attainment over anything else, over your job, your family, your kids, yourself. And by the way, you begin to really love yourself because it is in you. You are a part of it. You are by proxy part of God. Like this is, this is deep stuff. And this is really, I'm going to talk a lot more about magic and and in the new course, I've got a whole section on magic in there. And the course is actually called, um, it's called charisma. Just to give you guys a sneak peek, it's called charisma light warrior training. Okay. So here was the concept. We've got mythos, mythos, The new symbol, Mythos doesn't even know this. I'm going to share this right now. The new symbol for Mythos is a guardian angel. She is absolutely beautiful. You will love her. She's going to be the banner at the top now. I had these really cool orbs, but they weren't personal. And this is a personal community, and it's a community with heart. I've got a lot of heart, and I felt like I was just trying to brand by putting the orbs out there. And, like, this type of artwork resonates with me so much. What's up, Esoteric B? What's up, my friend? Um, and so I really, really wanted to try to put something out there that had a lot more of my heart in it. And so the new mythos background is this beautiful guardian angel in the same art style. Um, and she's gorgeous and you're going to love her. You can just feel her spirit. Like it's so cool. And that is our mythos angel truth that travels. You're going to absolutely fall in love with this one probably the best piece of artwork I've ever made, but she's our new little mascot for that. Like, and then for the charisma is a similar image to this, but he's actually reaching for the energy and kind of like going into this light war. Um, and so again, we don't battle against flesh and blood. It's against powers and principalities. Remember that. So this is, uh, really, really important for like the theme of everything. And then the new podcast logo is actually, um, what I'm calling Melchizedek it's kind of this uh aged wizard it could be Melchizedek it could be Merlin uh and he's looking at a glowing orb with the universe in it and his eyes are lit up green from the energy just it's like this creative energy I love green and so it's some pretty cool stuff it's not going to be for everybody but my channel isn't for everybody And so, I mean, if you guys like, you know, the fantasy type stuff, that's, that's what I am. That's, that's where my heart is. That's what I pour into this every day anyway. And so we've got some really cool stuff coming, but the light warrior training academy is like, it's literally like if you're ready, like if you want community and you just want, you know, to go deeper and, and make more friends and, and find people that vibe with you mythos is where you need to be. If you're like, I've got a freaking purpose, and I've got to get out there, and I've got to hustle, and I've got to share my love and my light with others, I know I'm called to be a prophet, I know I'm called to be an energy healer, I know I'm called to be a psychic, I know I'm called to be a light worker, I know I'm a star seed, whatever that is, like, and you're just burning to do something with it, the Light Warrior Academy is for you, that's where you're going to rise up and start to take your power within you, within the kingdom of God within you, and start to actually manifest that out into the world. Way beyond manifesting techniques. That's not what this is about. This is about empowering you in your personal life, your job, your family, everything that you are to go out and be a warrior of the light, slay demons in the name of truth and love and unity. Um, Again, all spiritual. This is not physical battle. This is all spiritual battle. Um, And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that I've been building over there. I'm so blessed to do it. If you do get the charisma, you actually get in mythos as well. So if you don't have to you don't have to pick one or the other. you can actually do both if you get in charisma. So that is going to be announced and actually demoed later this week. Um, and I'm going to give everybody access to try it. Um, for anybody that wants to check it out, check out a couple of episodes out of it. You're more than welcome to. So anyway, um, yeah, so this is really interesting. We're getting in here to where the waters are held before the flood i want to talk about that this afternoon as we get into um the judgment of the angels and again just questioning who's judging these angels or these ets or this uh this uh, alien race that wanted to help enlighten humanity because the things they taught were not that bad what's up peter how are you doing um you know obviously it does say that it taught them instruments of war but might those have been instruments to try to protect themselves uh when the gods sent their you know their systems of control down we don't know i'm just saying look at the other side of the coin i don't know i don't know i don't know what's up esther how are you doing jordan thanks for being here uh michelle thanks for being here um so let's see. Somebody says the picture is gone. Yeah, uh streaming this morning has been weird. Like it's it dropped out on both platforms for some reason. Um but anyway, um, so if you dig the, the artwork, then you're in luck because the entire ecosystem that I'm building, which actually has nine elements to it, from the podcast to the mythos community to the charisma. Uh, with all of the other mini courses nested in charisma, as well as the live calls, like we've got this really, really cool ecosystem now, and I'm super excited to share it with you guys. Um, but ask yourself the question, whenever you read a text, I don't care whether it's new or old. If you're reading a Bible study, if you're reading anything on mysticism, ask yourself, what is that entity? What is that God? What is that extraterrestrial? What do they want? Are they here to enlighten humanity? Are they here to hinder it? And you can always tell a tree by its fruit. Jesus gave us the ultimate clue into how to tell if it's the truth, the way, and the life, or if it's some sort of mechanism of control, even an extraterrestrial God that might command worship because of how awe-inspiring they are. But Jesus told us exactly how to discern. Look for the root. Look for the fruit. And a good tree does not bear bad fruit. And a bad tree does not bear good fruit. And we can tell just by looking at the fruit laying around the tree. You can tell by my message by the people in the community here that love each other, that are finding healing, unity, restoration, being able to deprogram from all of these systems, being able to wake up for who they really are, love each other truly. And ultimately, guys, ultimately, ultimately love yourself. Because if you can't love yourself, you sure as heck can't love your neighbor. And to me, that's the true magic. When you fall in love with who you are and who God created you to be. Not the maker God, but the creation within. The soul, the light within, the spirit within. We are one spirit with Christ. You don't have to be a labeled Christian or whatever. Because I don't label myself anything. I'm a believer in magic and i think jesus taught it really really well i love you guys i hope you have a beautiful day i'll see you this afternoon it's really good to be back thank you guys for the patience i had to take a week off to work on the course and really just restructure everything we had it built on one platform and then i had to move it to a new one that afforded the opportunity to do multiple like course sections under it which afforded the opportunity to kind of brand those so that everybody knows where they're getting into when they get into sections of the course. It's so beautiful guys. You guys are going to love it. You light warriors know exactly who you are. You know, you're itching to try it. So don't worry. It'll be out later this week. I will share it with everyone. And if you had already signed up, I already gave you a refund. That's that should be on its way. You should see it within the week. Um, And then I'm going to give you a discount to sign up for the new one. That way you're, you're you're in as soon as you guys will be the first ones in if you already signed up. So thank you. Um, but again, technical difficulties on one platform just wasn't gonna be as scalable as it needed to be for the interest we've already had. We had tons and tons of interest and and more signups in a day than I thought we were gonna have. So um it, it just was already like breaking my mind with all the troubleshooting I was doing on one platform. So it is on teachable now, which is you guys are gonna love it. You, there's a phone app you can download, you can literally take my course with you on the go, watch it at the gym, it's it's amazing, guys, so anyway, I love you, I'll see you this afternoon, you'll have a beautiful day, my wife got a snow day today, by the way, uh, so I get to spend some time with her today, I'm gonna make some videos, work on the course, but ultimately, take in a little bit of snow, and I'll see you guys this afternoon, so love you guys, I'll probably be live this afternoon, um, it's, I've got a vet appointment, so I'm not sure what time I'll be live, but I will be live at some point this afternoon, even for a mini live. Uh, it'll probably be more of a pop-up than my regular time. But anyway, I love you guys. you will have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. Thank you guys for being here. Peace.